our family just loves to play games. Just make some popcorn, dish out the ice cream, and we're all set for games night. Because as you know, you simply can't have games night without popcorn and ice cream. One of the games in our stockpile is called Malarkey. It's a fun game, although it goes against one basic lesson we've spent years instilling in our kids. For the most part in this game, you just have to lie. Welcome to Sincerely Yours with Ann Maines, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. Hear new episodes every weekday and subscribe to our podcast at faithstrongtoday.com. Creative responses might be a better way to look at it. Players are asked an obscure question like, if moths are attracted to light, why don't they all fly towards the sun? Every player but one is handed secret envelopes containing the word bluff. Those players must make up a convincing answer to that question. However, one person's envelope contains the actual answer, that moths don't fly towards the sun because they're nocturnal. During the day, they keep still to avoid detection from predators. But only one person knows this. Going around the circle, each player must give his or her made-up answer to this question. It's a fun game as everyone's imaginations run wild. And when our family plays, it seems our answers always originate many years ago in old England. And the funny part is, most of the time, the made-up answers begin to sound as good as the only true answer. When playing this game, that's all part of the fun. But in real life, that kind of thinking can be dangerous. Truth doesn't come in many shapes and sizes, depending on the imagination of the speaker of the moment. Real truth, God's truth, is unwavering. And that's precisely why Paul wrote the next letter in our journey through the New Testament to his friends, the Colossians. It seems this group of new believers started out grounded in truth, but soon many of them were falling for the malarkey of some very imaginative people. People who placed the person of Jesus, God's Son, on the same level as other cosmic forces, reducing him to little more than a belief of the day. Paul knew this was dangerous thinking, so he wrote this letter to get their focus back where it belonged. Chapter 1, verse 9. We have been asking God to fill you with the knowledge of what He wants. We pray that He will give you spiritual wisdom and understanding to grow to know God better, to be very strong, to be patient, never give up. Just as Paul encouraged his friends to grow in wisdom and understanding, he also wanted them to know God better. And the best way to do that is to know His Son, Jesus. Who was Jesus? Who is he today? Well, Jesus wasn't a mere man who was elevated to the status of Son of God because of his unusual goodness. No. Jesus was God from the beginning of time. And it was because of his tender love for you and me that he came to earth in human form. It was planned before his birth in Bethlehem that Jesus would die on the cross and rise from the grave. And by believing and surrendering to him, man now has his connection to God. But the question is still asked, where is the bridge between man and God? And while many people try to bluff their way through a convincing explanation, God's answer is simple. Jesus is the only way to the Father. Any other response 
Is man's imagination just spouting off malarkey? Taking you on a journey through the New Testament, this has been Sincerely Yours with Ann Maines, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. Subscribe to our podcast and join us on social media. All the details are at faithstrongtoday.com.